Hamilton from Hamilton Wealth Partners and welcome to our August 2022 podcast number 71 from our Investor Insight number 112. During July we were quoted in the press that uh, late this year or early next year a once in a decade decade opportunity is going to exist for investing in risk-based assets. We want to explain why we believe this and also why we believe the time to purchase these assets is not just yet. We are not believers in buying the dip at the present time as a lot of people are doing. The negative performance of equity markets has made headlines and nightly news, but what many don't realise is that global bonds have experienced their worst period in history and Australian bonds their second worst period in history. It's to dis- it's, this has tested traditional portfolio construction theory. Whilst our portfolios at HWP did not hold duration, therefore we escaped the bond market downside, bonds have traditionally acted as a defensive mechanism. In other words, they've normally rallied when equity markets have been under stress. This didn't occur at this time, but with 10-year bonds having briefly traded above 4% last month, we're going to be now looking for an opportunity to add duration or bond market exposure to our portfolios when we believe the time is right. One of the major reasons we did not hold duration in our portfolios is we took the view that interest rates were just so low, there was only one direction for them to go, and therefore a bond market sell-off. Earlier this year, we continued to believe that inflation would be transitory. Look, we've been wrong on this. It's systemic. Whilst core goods and shelter costs in the US are starting to fall and it looks like inflation is at or near its peak, it's going to settle at levels above that traditional 2 to 3% range, which has previously given the market some comfort. Back here in Australia, we're lagging the US. Inflation here is not going to peak until later this year. Last month, we mentioned to be careful not to get caught up in all the negativity. It's important to sit back and put everything into perspective. In other words, take a chill pill. Many were calling cash rates in Australia to rise above 4%, but as we mentioned, the speed or degree of an increase in the cash rate has little bearing on where it's going to end up. Fixed income markets are pricing in a 2.6% cash rate in Australia and a 3.25% in the United States by the end of this year, calendar year. Why bond markets are pausing as a lower peak in the cash rate than previously expected is now being priced in. If inflationary data over coming months leads to a renewed bond sell-off, we're definitely going to be looking to put duration through government bonds into our portfolios for the first time in years. We also need to discuss the R word or recession. Capital Economics in London said a couple of weeks ago, and I'll quote them, the outlook for the world economy has darkened again, and we've reduced our forecasts for all major economies, leaving them further below the consensus of economists. We now anticipate recessions in the Eurozone and the UK and expect US, Canada and Australia to avoid economic contraction only narrowly. If a technical global recession is avoided, this will be largely thanks to a modest post-COVID rebound in China and relative economic strength among the commodity producers. JP Morgan Asset Management, they concur with this view from which we just read out from Capital Economics and a US recession for them is not the base case. Much of Europe, the UK and New Zealand are probably already in recession and we're going to see from future GDP prints that that will make this official. We've often said equity markets look ahead. It was announced last month that inflation had reached 9.1% in the US. Equity markets barely reacted. 
In fact, you could even say this, they're becoming immune to inflation. Whilst the MSCI World Index at the time that we wrote this um, is down approximately 28% from its high, to put this fall in perspective during the GFC was down nearly 60%. In 1990, 91, it was down 25%. At the moment, equities do seem to be rebounding. This is being led by growth stocks as well. But it's interesting. Some people are saying technology stocks. It's the quality end of, the, of these technology stocks. It, we do believe it is a relief rally, uh, following the strong sell-off on the back of inflationary impacts, the war in Ukraine, and the economic shocks in Europe. We do think further fall in equity markets is likely on the back of the lack of growth. This is going to be driven by earnings revisions downwards on the back of slower economic conditions. This will also support our position to add duration through government bonds back into portfolios. Duration becomes your friend when high interest rates impact the real economy. What is not being discussed widely yet at this time, um, and capital economics point this out, is that perhaps around mid-2023 in Australia, central banks will start cutting interest rates. So once interest central banks are perceived to have stopped tightening, then we're going to support risk-based assets, in particular equity. So ahead of that time when they start cutting, in other words. As we've said at the beginning of this piece, a great opportunity is going to approach for risk-based assets. Patience is important for investing, and the next opportunity is going to be important for long-term portfolios. Remain diversified. Those of you that are listening that are our clients will appreciate that it's been unusually active for us on our tactical asset allocation calls this year, but importantly, our portfolios as a result of this have only bent, they haven't broken. I'm Will Hamilton. Please don't hesitate to contact us on Melbourne 9275 or information at hamiltonwealth.com.au. Have a great day.